Welcome back to More About God Podcast. I am Carter Wallenbeck, and I'm again here with good old Luke Gilbert. How's it going, guys? It's going well. Oh, guy. Sorry. Thank you. I'm not more than one. This guy's weird. Anyway, um, today we're here to talk about pride in hypocrites. Ooh, that's a big one. Yeah, because we're all hypocrites at some point of our lives. I want yeah. to say all of us. I know I have been a bit of a hypocrite once or twice. Sure. Just once, once or twice, once, though. Once, just not never, more than once. Never, no. <laughs> never more than just one time when I ask Grandma. Anyways, <laughs> all right, we're gonna get into this thing. Let's get praying, get going. We'll have a podcast soon here, hopefully with Brent and Shelby. But we'll see. So let's get doing this. Luke, start us off. Let's do this. Dear Lord, thank you for this day, God, and um, Lord, thank pray that you'll just uh, help us as we're talking about pride and hypocrisy, Lord. I know it's a tough subject sometimes, and um, for some people, and <laughs> pray that we won't be hypocrites during this. <laughs> yes. And um, Lord, I just thank you that we get this opportunity to do this, God, and help us to just grow in you, and uh, help us to help others, God. Pray all this in your name, Amen. Amen. Cool. Ruth has some updates. Luke, in a week, is leaving for camp. He'll still be part of the podcast. Just be praying for him. That's why I'm mentioning this. I'm excited for Luke. I'm happy for him. I gave him an old butt smack for it. Yeah, and he did. I, yeah, it that hurt. was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, also be praying for me. Uh, the day he leaves, I actually, like the week he leaves, I leave for a meeting in, uh, I think, like Kentucky or. Connecticut, somewhere like that. Then I got a place in Ohio I'm going to be going to pretty soon. And then in Haiti, I got to plan. I actually got to plan my own camp. And then I got to plan a pastor's meeting where we encourage and preach and teach the pastors. So, again, be in prayer for me in that. And help in prayer for Luke because Luke's going to be dealing with juniors. He's a junior counselor. I'm very excited for him. And it's yeah, just, it's, I'm excited myself. <laughs> it's awesome. It really is. I know he'll do great, but it's just a big responsibility. And, you know, always having prayer is always helpful no matter what. But let's jump into this in pride and hypocrisy. Now, you better, I, if you don't know where we're going, we're probably going to look at the Pharisees. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but they're kind of a, just a little bit, they're kind of a little bit of hypocrites. No way. And they have a severe case, but I'm also going to mention almost like a small case. Okay. Which is in, sec- I think, first or second Samuel. I cannot remember, but it's with our good old friend David, King David. I'm not. I don't know if we'll turn there necessarily, but I'm going to mention the story. And Luke, you'll probably know what story I'm talking about when we talk about it. Okay, surprise for everyone, I guess. <laughs> surprise for everyone except for the person who's talking about it. Most of you might actually already know. So, I mean, what is a hypocrite? You know, it is somebody. Who says to do one thing and does another. Or, I mean, might mainly, or almost puts on a show. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, you look at when the Bible, call, when Jesus calls, like, a lot of times when he calls the uh, Pharisee hypocrites, it's not only, it's not just because they're doing something similar. It's because they're not dealing with the sin in their own lives. And that's what almost like, when I'm, it's almost like pride in judging, but, you know, judging is not necessarily bad. It's pride in how you do it. Um, it's where like, oh, I, you did this. I can't believe you're a sinner. All the blah blah blah. It's like, well, you sin too. Like Jesus points out many times. Like Luke has. Yeah. And John chapter eight actually. Ooh, um, I like John chapter eight. It talks about you know when the woman when the when the Pharisees take the woman to Jesus you know and it says she committed adultery. Um, 
Uh, right here it says, The tribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery, and when they had set her in the midst, they saw, they say unto him, him, weird wording, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses and the law committed us that such should be stoned, but what sayest thou? Now here they're trying to tempt Jesus, obviously. And um, it says right here, This they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. I love that yeah, so much. I do too. That's Instead amazing. of saying something back, he just ignores them. Just don't say anything. He's just right in the ground, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And um, then he said, and then when, so when they continued to ask him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. So right here, like Carter said, they're judging. So they looked at this one. They, they thought, she's, in a, she's just committed adultery, so she needs to die. Yeah, but they weren't—they weren't looking at themselves and saying, "I've done all these sins, therefore I should die too." But they weren't looking at that. They were looking at just the woman's sin. They're trying now, to tempt Jesus here. Now, and the, the, the biggest point is, is like they want to just tear apart publicly. Just can't even believe you. There's nothing wrong with saying like, if Luke does something stupid. Now I'm not going to tear him apart. I'm not going to bring him in front of everyone and say, "Hey, Luke did this great and terrible sin." It's like go to them and deal with it. Yeah. And talk to them about, "Hey, you're doing this. That's not really right. You want to talk about something?" Nothing wrong with, hey, you know, checking up on your friends at all. But, you know, as the Pharisees did, they just point out their everyone else's sin and not within their own. Or, you know, they preach one thing. Like I said, another way is hypocrite. It's not necessarily in sin itself, talking about sin itself, but in your actions. Like what I got here. So in Matthew 6, it starts talking how to give to the poor and pray. Take heed that ye not... Do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, that when thou do the thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets, that, my, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. You know what they're talking about? He's like, hey, I mean, think about when God always gave giving or when they were supposed to give giving, they're supposed to do it silently. They're not supposed to be sitting here. They're parading. They're having pride in themselves. And it's a hypocritical thing to do because hypocrite is honestly another just almost like a word. In a lot of ways, if you look at it, it's almost a word for pride in a way. But they, another thing is they preach against that. You know, why are you showing off? You don't need to be showing this off. But they would show it off because they wanted praise. It's almost like hypocrite scenes a lot of time would be seeking for praise if you, like, take it on this. And then a story I'm thinking about this is not the story I was telling Luke about. Is right now, it's a man who prayed before God, and just asked for f- full forgiveness. Oh, the publican and the sinner. Yeah. Or the publican and the Pharisee, something like that. Well, it's just, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. It was a publican and the um, sinner. I don't remember. Was it probably? I think it was a Pharisee. Yeah, it was a Pharisee. Sadducee, something. One of those. Guys. It was like a Pharisee, and it was either a publican or it was a Samaritan. Well, no, I think I think the good. I'd have to look at the story again, but but you know, it's in there. This guy, he's praying, he's shouting out loud, "Thank you, God, for not making me as terrible as him." La, la, la. And he's praising himself, and he's not recognizing his own sin in pride, and calling out this guy's sin when he has no idea what this guy is going through. And right now, this guy is just in his own area, not telling anyone, just praying to God, saying, "God, please forgive me. God, please just." Save my soul. Help me do better for you. And which one is going to be blessed more? The guy who's looking for praise or the guy who's doing it for God? Yeah. Now, sometimes you'll be praised down here even if you're not looking for it. I have that, had that. I've done things for people. I was not looking for anyone to thank me. I was not looking for, hey, 
look what Carter's doing. No, it's just like, this needs done, I'll do it. And I've had people say thank you. But there's some times where I have done things and no one thanked me. And that's okay. I don't need to be thanked by everybody. Yeah, and that's where, like, the pride and we did humility on. Mm-hmm. And so that's where humility and honor comes in, you know, and stuff like that. And the Pharisees, again, another thing is they've, they want to act like they're humble. Like, all throughout the Bible, they act like they're, you know, high and mighty and, like, they're all this and that. But at the same time, like, there's a lot of people who are doing, like, the, the sinner, the guy who got on his knees, prayed in his own head. He was humble. He wasn't looking for the, the attention like the others were. And the Pharisees wanted to act like they were humble. Therefore, they're telling everybody else to be humble, but they weren't being humble themselves. They're being hypocrites in that way. Yeah. Seeking for attention, honestly, I mean, when you get it, you're never going to be satisfied. I mean, look at all these stars out there. There's so many of them that would tell you, like, it's just not satisfying. All they want is to spend more time with their family and stuff like that. I mean, yes, it's important. But one thing I want to point out, there's nothing more satisfying than just doing something for someone and, they're just, and them just enjoying it. I have done plenty of things for plenty of people. Not to, again, not to boast on myself or be proud of myself. I'm going to sneeze here in a minute. Um, but here it comes. Nope, it's gone. Nope, here it comes. Nope, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to it. Um, but it's, it's like, uh, what was I saying? My sneeze threw me off. <laughs> Darn it. What was I saying? Um, well, yeah, it's the, the feeling of doing something for someone and them just enjoying it and them just being, oh, so grateful and thankful that Carter just came in over, over and helped me. And they didn't tell me thank you. They didn't praise me above everybody else. I mean, they're just happy that it was done. Sometimes they didn't even know it was me, but I've, like, I've done things. Like the other day, a while back, um, me and Luke, I'm not going to say what time it was because there's plenty of times. So me and Luke, you know, we replaced tiles in the church. And one time we had dead a job in the church and it was in a, a very used room. And, you know, people noticed, but they didn't know who did it. And everyone's like, oh, wow, look how good it was. Oh, it was great. And, no, they weren't praising me at all. They didn't know who did it. No one, I mean, it wasn't announced before the pulpit that I did it. No one anything. I was just happy because they were happy. I, I didn't need praise. And sometimes if you just seek to make other people happy, how much more happy you'll be because of it. Yeah. No, a big thing is, is, like, God's looking for the person who is going to be what they say they are, say they are, who's honest and who's humble. He's not looking for the person that's out there doing everything to get the attention. Like you see it all throughout the Bible, God wants to use the weak ones, not the strong ones. Yeah. God knows it's like what you know, it's like you know, God knows the heart. God yeah. God looks on the heart. Think about a heart of a hypocrite, of a prideful person, someone who's looking seeking for self attention, someone who's saying to do one thing and not the other. I mean look at their heart, it's nowhere in the right place. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, what he said here. Like I said, they have their reward. It's not a good reward, but it, it's their reward. And it's just crazy. I mean, all throughout the Bible, I was telling Luke, I, I looked up the word hypocrites, just like plural form. And if you look up the single form, you'll still find a huge amount. But if you look up the plural form, you find it all throughout. Um, like Matthew talks a lot about calling them like the Pharisees hypocrites. If you look up the word hypocrite, and if you look through the Old Testament, it talks about that in Job. And you know what? what's going on in Job is the three friends. Yeah. The three friends saying, Job, you're terrible. Job, you're a hypocrite. You act like you're all good. You, do, you say to do all this stuff, but you don't do it. When They were really being the hypocrites because they were nowhere where God wants them to be. But they're sitting here getting on Job that they were and that Job wasn't. And that's just a super hypocritical thing to do. Now, about the story I'm thinking about, I'm going to mention this, and we'll keep, you know, we'll keep going here, is um, David. David... And 
the sin with Bathsheba when Nathan the prophet confronted him. Remember? Yeah. If a man have a hundred sheep but wanted his neighbor's one, he killed his neighbor to get that sheep, what would you do? David got ticked. He got so mad. Oh, I can't believe that would even happen. Who would even do that such a thing? Find, bring me this man. We would put him to death for this. This is terrible, awful, and evil. And what did Nathan do? Pointed at the man. He pointed at David. He's like, that was you. He's like, David, you did that. That was on you. You chose to do this. Why? Like, this is you. And David realized, crud, crap. And that's almost a pure form of hypocrite thing. Something you don't like doing, like other people doing. Say if I don't like people chewing with their mouth open, and Luke's sitting here chomping away. Um, I hate um, that. Um, 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 that's stop. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just chomping away. He's like, nom, nom, nom. I'm like, can't even believe you, little idiot. Um, and like two seconds later, after I ask him to stop, I start doing it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Nom, 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 nom. Luke's like, holy crap, what beast lives inside you, little weirdo. Get out of them, you legion. <laughs> it's like, we are many. Have you been in the graveyards lately? <laughs> Looks like how I'm in graveyards. Tombstone's doing good. Yeah. Been breaking a couple chains lately. <laughs> Did that guy try to tie you down? But seriously, I mean, look at it. But what's the cure? What's the cure to that? Less self. Hum- humility. Stop thinking about you. Stop. I was talking to somebody. I'm not going to say who. Someone who struggled. It with, was his mom. It, yeah, no. <laughs> I had to. I had to tell mom. I was like, "Mom, you're you struggle a lot with telling, just judging people too much." <laughs> Can't even believe I did a podcast for you last week, and now this is what you're doing. I gotta get on you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mom. <laughs> um, but I saw one person last week. She's like, and this person, the situation it is in. I, I, I like this person a lot. I want to become closer friends. It's just hard for us. And she, she misses. She's like, I'm very judgmental to people. And one thing I pointed out to her was, you, well, look at yourself. Don't judge, start judging people until you look at yourself. Because you realize where I'm wrong, where I, hey, this is not good of me to be doing. You know? Yeah. And it's crazy to think about. It. It's like, that's what, what's the cure is just instead of like judging Luke, Maybe helping him when I see him struggling because that's what God wants us to do. Maybe tell him, hey, that's wrong if he's doing something wrong. But not necessarily screaming at him up the top of my lungs like I'm much better than he is. And also another thing with judging. It's not always bad to judge. Like Carter's already pointed out. Sometimes it's good to judge a little bit because you have to have discernment before you just go on, go to a situation and you know try to like lead someone or help someone out. You can't yeah. just like go into it without judging what's happened, you know? Yeah. Like, if they killed somebody, but you don't know, like, you kind of know a little bit what happened, but you don't know they did it. If you don't start looking at their lifestyle, like, maybe they killed someone before in the past, and this is kind of way out there, but... Yeah. So, you gotta, be, you gotta judge that. Use discernment before you just go into Actually, this. Actually, I have a um a situation that's kind of like that. I, I, I can mention it. I'm not gonna take... Again, I'm not gonna say who. I mean, it's kind of readily available if you looked it up on, all online, but I'm just not gonna say who. But a man right now is being accused of child molesting. Okay, like now, one thing I was talking because talking to my father about this, and um, we were looking, we talked about his past. Um, now has he have a past child molesting? Has he done it before? Is this is the first acu- This is the first time he's ever been accused of it, and apparently he did. This is being he's being accused of something he did like 10, 13, 14 years ago. But there's never been another case brought. There's no other cases to my knowledge that have been brought up, and stuff like that. Also, I mean, 
Um, so we, you got to look into his past. Like he, he had been kicked out of plenty of churches. Why? Was it for that or was it for something else? A lot of it, we believe, was for like confrontational purposes. But we'll, we're praying. I don't know. I, do, I hope it wasn't that because I mean, one less child muster in the world is a good thing, not a bad thing. But um, we'll see. So, but you're right. You got to look at their past. You can keep continuing on that thought. I, I know I interrupted you. Uh, no, I, I was just gonna, you know, say again. We just gotta use discernment because, like, there's a lot of times where I know people go to situations. They have no idea what's going on, and then they just act like they know things. But then it's not what the other person is struggling with that's needed. Yeah. Because then people need different encouragement. Oh, absolutely. Especially when you're trying to help them. Like, some people take encouragement, like, um, when you tell them, don't worry, you'll get through this kind of thing. Right now, they don't need that. No. What they need is someone to just sit there and listen to them. They don't need someone talking to them constantly. Other people, when you just sit there and listen to them, they're like, why are you here? You're not helping me at all. You're not talking, you know. Yeah. And you got to talk to them. You know, you just got to use a sermon and w- look at them and see what's happened, you know. Yeah, I've count. You know, when I was at camp, I, I counseled a lot of people. He's going to the same camp I was at. I, it was, um, I was kind of like the camp counselor for the counselors, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Um, I helped a lot of people, though. And one, and one thing I, I always did was I listened a lot, and that helps. No matter who you are, sometimes you just need someone to listen to you. But this is what I'm saying. This is what the fair students weren't doing. They were just... I mean, they were almost going too far. And that's what we're trying to get at. They were, you know, like, you are a sinner, you're terrible, when they don't realize their own sin. That's kind of the point of this, is that when we're doing that, don't sit there and think you're better than them because you're not. That's what the real, the, that was the fall of the Pharisees. Yeah, and they were, like, judging when they didn't have the right to judge because they weren't looking at themselves first. But they were looking at everyone else. Yeah. And that's, I think, that's where real hypocrisy comes from, is looking at everyone else judging them even and then not paying attention to self and that's i mean when people say oh you're a hypocrite that means you say one thing and do the other it's kind in of, there i mean yes that's that's one form of it but another form is judging people when you have no room to judge if that makes sense because what the bible says it doesn't say don't judge people it says deal with yourself before you deal with people you know why are you trying to cast a like if i was like you know again me and luke's in here if I'm trying to cast a mode out of Luke's eye, but I got this ginormous beam sticking in my own eye, smacking him in the face while I'm doing it. <laughs> He's like, remove the beam from your own eye before you help the brother. It's not saying don't help Luke. Don't, you know, don't say anything to Luke. It's saying, hey, deal with yourself. And he's like, hey, you know, deal with yourself. What is wrong with you? Don't just get the, you got this beam in your own eye that you got to get rid of, but you're trying to say you're deal with your brother. He's like, it's not don't help Luke. It's, Make sure you're capable of helping Luke. Make sure you're doing this with a right heart. Make sure you're not accusing him of something he has not, not done. And make sure you don't have pride in your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a lot of time, actually, <clears throat> it just seems right to point this out. In Psalm chapter 62, verse 8, it talks about, um, the reason why I know that verse because it's read a couple days ago. It says, trust in him at all times, if you will pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us, Selah. Right there, if you want to be able to judge someone else, it sounds weird saying that, but, but if before you judge someone else, you got to pour your heart out to God, and you got to clear your mind, clear your conscience, get that beam out of your eye before you can go help someone else. Because you won't be able to help someone else like Carter said with you. When you have, the Bible says also, when you have a beam in your own eye, you can't get that little speck out of your brother's eye. you got to pour your heart out to God, ask for repentance, ask for forgiveness if you see something wrong in your life before you go out and try to help someone else. Yeah, and it's so important. I mean, like like we're saying, you're sitting here, and you want to be like, oh, I'm so great. Oh, I'm so amazing. I'm able to help this person out when you're really not. 
Or maybe you're saying you're not good at all. Yeah. And you're constantly being on yourself, but then when you're alone. But then when you go out into the public, you act like you're something great. That's also being a hypocrite because you're, you're acting, saying one thing. You're saying you're terrible, but then you go out and act like you're great. Well, it's, it's almost like a hypocrite in your own life. You, you want to you be great, but you think you're terrible. It's like fighting an inner demon. That's a, that is a form of hypocrite. It's not something we think about, but you're right. That's a huge form of hypocrite. But I think our time is gone, and we have one more podcast we got to record today before church starts, and then probably one after. So, yeah. But that's good. I mean, think about it, guys. Your actions have, you know, like pride is in everything. Being a hypocrite means is more than just being someone who says one thing and does the other. It's someone who almost takes pride in one thing or says don't sin or judges other people for, like, harshly. I'm not saying, like, oh, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. That's wrong. More like you're terrible, you're awful, I'm better than you. It's like almost having a better than, better than you attitude. That's, that's hypocrisy, and that's a sin before God. So let's, let's be a little hum- more humble. Let's, like, check ourselves. When we go to help a friend, do it in secret. You don't need to be blowing up everybody about it. Just, I mean, I know these are a lot of simple truths, and you're like, I don't know why I'm listening to this. Sometimes, though, it's good to hear a reminder, and not everyone knows this. So if you learn something new, that's awesome. If you, if you heard an old story, keep listening. Keep keep practicing that old story and don't forget when you say something follow it up and do it yeah don't do something don't do the opposite if you really i mean also if i mean what you heard on early like hating on yourself that's a that's a bit different that's something you gotta pray about i mean hating on yourself obviously not boosting yourself above what you are but hating on yourself is wrong too you gotta find that you are who you are you can be better but don't just sit in your hate on yourself and that's that's coming from someone with a lot of experience with that but anyways, I think that's uh, our time, and I think it's time for us to pray out and then go sure. slap some butt cheeks and get into the next one. Okay. That's a little weird, but okay. <laughs> Am I praying us out this time? Yeah, let's do it. All right. <clears throat> Dear Father, we thank you for the Thanks for blessing up this day, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to do another podcast. I hope this next one goes well. And for all of you, God, I pray. Amen. Amen. See you guys next time. Peace out. Bye. Oh.